0: Gideon's 300 Chosen Men. Then Jerubbabel, that is, Gideon, and all the people who were with him rose early and camped beside the spring of Herod. And the camp of Midian was on the north side of them by the hill of Morah in the valley. The Lord said to Gideon, The people who are with you are too many for me to give Midian into their hands, for Israel would become boastful, saying, My own power has delivered me. Now therefore, come proclaim in the hearing of the people saying, whoever is afraid and trembling, let him return and depart from Mount Gilead. So 22,000 people returned, but 10,000 remained. Then the Lord said to Gideon, the people are still too many. Bring them down to the water and I will test them for you there. Therefore it shall be that he of whom I say to you, this one shall go with you. He shall go with you. But every one of whom I say to you, This one shall not go with you, he shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water. And the Lord said to Gideon, You shall separate everyone who laps the water with his tongue as a dog laps, as well as everyone who kneels to drink. Now the number of those who lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, was three hundred men. But all the rest of the people kneeled to drink water. The Lord said to Gideon, I will deliver you with the three hundred men. Who lapped and will give the Midianites into your hands. So let all the other people go, each man to his home. So the three hundred men took the people's provisions and their trumpets into their hands. And Gideon sent all the other men of Israel each to his tent, but retained the three hundred men. And the camp of Midian was below him in the valley. Now the same night it came about that the Lord said to him, Arise, go down against the camp for I have given it into your hands. But if you're afraid to go down, go with Parah, the servant, down to the camp, and you will hear what they say, and afterwards your hands will be strengthened, that you may go down against the camp. So he went with Parah, his servant, down to the outpost of the army that was in the camp. Now the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the sons of the east were lying in the valley as numerous as locusts, and their camels were without number as numerous as the sand of the seashore. When Gideon came, behold, a man was relating a dream to his friend. And he said, behold, I had a dream. A loaf of barley bread was tumbling into the camp of Midian. And it came to the tent and struck it so that it fell and turned it upside down so that the tent lay flat. His friend replied, this is nothing less than the sword of Gideon, the son of Josh, the man of Israel. God has given Midian and all the camp into his hand. When Gideon heard the account of the dream and its interpretation, he bowed in worship. He returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has given the camp of Midian into your hands. He divided the 300 men into three companies, and he put trumpets and empty pitchers into the hands of all of them, with torches inside the pitchers. He said to them, Look at me and do likewise. And behold, when I come to the outskirts of the camp, do as I do. When I and all who are with me blow the trumpet, then you will also blow the trumpets all around the camp and say for the Lord and for Gideon. Confusion of the enemy. So Gideon and the the hundred men who were with him came to the outskirts of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch. When they had just posted the watch and they blew the trumpets and smashed the pitchers that were in their hands, when the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers, they held the torches in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands for blowing, and cried, A sword for the Lord and for Gideon. Each stood in his place around the camp, and all the army ran, crying out as they fled. When they blew three hundred trumpets, the Lord set the sword of one against another, even throughout the whole army, and the army fled as far as beth towards Zerah, as far as the edge of Abel-Meolah by Tabath. The men of Israel were summoned from Naphtali and Asher and all Manasseh, and they pursued Midian. Gideon sent messengers throughout all the hill country of Ephraim, saying, Come down against Midian and take the waters before them, as far as Beth and the Jordan. So all the men of Ephraim were summoned, and they took the waters as far as Beth and the Jordan. They captured the two leaders of Midian, Oreb and Zeb, and they killed Oreb at the rock of Oreb. And they killed Zeb at the winepress of Zeb while they pursued Midian. And they brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon from across the Jordan. I really enjoy this this story of Gideon in the Bible because there's oftentimes in our lives that we actually go through a, a, a Gideon experience. And if you don't recognize it, you'll miss the whole beauty of, of that point. Now, of course, there's oftentimes I also say, okay, God, um, I do know that it's you. And I'm, I'm, um, I think I've had a lot of Gideon experiences, um, kind of like Job experiences, you experience it and you just, you, you love what God does and you love seeing it. But It's not always the experience you want to have to, um, to share, but that's selfishly thinking. Um, the truth is if I'm going to be a vessel, then however, God wants to shine his light and his love and his glory through my life. That's up to him. But in a Gideon story, Um, God wants it to be obvious for all the onlookers, everyone who sees, he wants it to be obvious that there's no possible way. There's absolutely no answer outside of it was by God's hand that it happened. And that could be for miracles. I mean, I've, I love it when there's miracles that happen where uh, a doctor would be prepared for surgery. In fact, I've had an experience where a doctor was going in and prepared for one specific surgery. And then he had a hunch. And so he ran a scope on a hunch and realized he didn't have to do that surgery. There was a completely less invasive and easier way to fix it. But he had that hunch and that hunch was the Holy spirit. And, um, so that's not quite as big as 300 men taking on tens of thousands and defeating them in complete chaos. And that's not quite the level. Um, but I know that many of you have actually experienced or know people who have experienced that extreme to where people should have been dead by widowmakers or by um, some cancer that just completely unexplainably, outside of God's divine hand, that they just went away. They were healed. Every problem was solved. And that's a Gideon story. That's a Gideon miracle to where it doesn't matter what you bring to the table. It's obvious that there's no way you would have had victory without God's hand. All victory is God's. So thank you, Father, that you care about us, you see us, you're involved in our lives, and you allow us to be involved in your business. And I ask and and just pray that you can help us to to see those Gideon moments. You can help us to see that there's no way we could have done things without you. Uh, to, To strengthen our faith in you and knowing that you are our provider, you are our protection, You are the the guide to our feet. You are everything in our lives, more than just our creator. You are our God. You are everything to us and should be number one in every aspect of our lives. And I pray that uh, with all of your glory and might, that our lives could be examples for others, that they could come to know you and your love through uh, our actions and our lives. I pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family. as we dig into our daily portion with Wit Ministries. God bless.